21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. I think the answer to everything that we're all looking for, whether it's in business or in parenting or in our marriage, is time. Time is what we're looking for, and it's the thing that we always feel like there is never enough of. I'm a bit obsessed with how I use my time and schedule my time. And one of the ways that I create boundaries to make sure that there's sufficiency, um, that there's enough time where I need it to be, is by creating what I call an ideal week schedule. And I actually got this from my virtual mentor, Michael Hyatt. And the idea is that you create a budget for your time, just like you would create a budget for your money. And so when you do a budget for your money, it's a plan. It doesn't mean it goes exactly like that. It doesn't mean that it's perfect, but at least there's a plan. So my suggestion is to create an ideal week. So whether you want to do it on Google Calendar or do it on a spreadsheet, and I want you to plug in, what do you need for sufficiency for self-care? What do you need for sufficiency for your marriage if you're married? What do you need for your work, for your kids? And you block that time out. Now, most of the time when I do this exercise with people, they realize, oh, there's there's not enough hours in the day. There's only 24 hours in the day. And so we really have to start looking at what are we gonna prune? What are you gonna cut back, right? So like, I have a beautiful rose bush in front of my house and my, my gardener just cut it back to its nubs. And he said, if you want to have big, beautiful roses, we have to prune. And so this is the same thing in your life is to look at what do you need to cut back to create room for what's most important. I've been doing this for 21 years and I get a lot of questions about how do you balance life and motherhood and, and work and all the things. And I realize, first of all, there's never balance. There's never a time where everything feels, you know, whatever your picture of Zen and balance is. Um, but why you feel unbalanced is because you're so busy doing everything for everyone else, whether that's in the business or in parenting or for your spouse, that you feel like there's nothing left for yourself. And so what I would encourage you to do is to take a look at your calendar and to book the time for you first. So for me, that looks like having a morning routine and a morning ritual. So I start before anybody can start stealing my time away. I start with my own journaling and gratitude exercise and exercise and getting into nature. That really sets the tone for my day. So I talk a lot about minimum effective dose. Like it might not be the perfect amount of exercise or whatever you feel you need for yourself, but it's at least getting in the amount that you feel like, you know what, this feels sufficient. I feel complete. I feel like I have enough so that I can give to everybody else. And 
you know, I, I spend a lot of time with entrepreneurs and really successful entrepreneurs, entrepreneurs who are far more successful than I am. And what I see often is they're so busy hustling and so busy driving that the only thing that they're succeeding at is their business and they're exhausted and they're burned out. And so I'm really trying to design my own life and encourage other entrepreneurs to design their lives so that you can design a life you love to live. And from my experience, when you do that, you become a better leader, a better entrepreneur, a better spouse, and a better parent. Budget for your time. What do you think about managing yourself equals managing time? I really feel like your priority and how you use your time is managing yourself. Um, you know, it's the only, you know, you can always make more money, but you can't make more time. And so creating that schedule is kind of the first part of it, but then staying on top of it and making sure you don't have distractions. And so when I'm doing a work block, I use a timer and know that I've got to get my work done in this amount of time. I also schedule time for breaks because I know that when I take breaks, I actually am going to have more energy at the end of the day instead of it used to be when I would just hustle, hustle, hustle. Then by like 3.30, I was just done and I was fried. But now I can keep going because I take breaks throughout the day. So time is something that I think if you can't lead yourself, you can't lead others. So it's something that everybody is vying for. Everyone's vying for your time. You know, your employees are vying for your time. Your family's vying for your time. Friends are vying for your time. And so it is up to you to protect it. And so I hold my own well-being sacred and I hold my time sacred. Holding that well-being uh, secret in the context of doing things to others. Can you immerse a little bit deeper into that in the context of boundaries? So I'm managing my time versus I'm managing myself in the context of respecting myself and others. I think as entrepreneurs, um, we have to be protective of our time and we can't say yes to everything. And I think that as a new entrepreneur, um, or actually an entrepreneur at any stage, let's face it, we all get emails all day long from companies trying to sell us, people trying to reach us. I don't think a day goes by that someone doesn't you know, reach out to me and say, hey, can I just meet you for a quick cup of coffee? Or can I just bend your ear for a minute? And one, you, oh, you know, we're good. We all want to help. And so you want to say yes to people, but you can't say yes to everything. And so I love that saying that if it's not a hell yeah, it's a no. And so make decisions ahead of time on how many of those things are you going to say yes to? Like I've decided that I will volunteer and mentor two entrepreneurs a year. And then that means I don't have to decide about, am I going to give my time to someone else and, you know, encourage people. If you get a lot of frequently asked questions, then put that on your blog or your website or an email template so you can answer their questions. And so you're not just saying no, but you're saying, hey, I can't give you my time, but here's some things I've written on this, or here's some podcast episodes that I've done, or maybe refer out to somebody else. Um, it doesn't have to be just discounting someone. You can say yes, but it doesn't have to be at the expense of your time. And just 
being really wise what you say yes to. Like, I love going out with my friends, but I don't usually go out with each friend individually. I'll try to get groups of friends together because it's it's fun for us all to connect and it's also more efficient. So um, I think another part of boundaries is kind of realizing what stage of life you're in. And so if, you know, I work with a lot of young moms. So if you're a young mom, it's a very chaotic, very um, time, expensive time. Uh, And so to really realize, okay, this might not be the time that you're going to go out with friends as much. And maybe it's not the time that you're going to pick up a hobby because right now I'm all in with motherhood. But even when you're all in with motherhood or all in with your business, I think it's still important to protect some of your time. Design your life being wise. Any prerequisites? You know, I realize that a lot of the activities that we do as entrepreneurs actually apply really well in your life. And so when you think about most business plans, programs will teach you, do an annual planning meeting, do quarterly reviews, what's working, what's not working, where are we off track, what are your goals for the quarter, what are the, you know, what are you going after? And so when I design my life, I do all the things for my business that I do that for my life. So I take at least one day of the year, it's usually around late October, and I do a year in review. How did last year go? What were the wins? What were the misses? What did I learn? Where was I living my best life? And then I start to create the vision for what do I want to create the following year? And, you know, big, hairy, audacious goals and exciting things. And, you know, I I believe there's some energy around law of attraction and telling your brain where you want it to go. But more than that, I believe that you have to create a strategy. So once I create that vision for what I want, I create the strategy of, okay, is this going to happen in Q1, Q2, Q3, Q4? What are the things that I need to make that happen? Um, And then just like you would in business, you start to create kind of the to-dos and the tasks that are going to get you there. And I check in on those. So on a daily basis, part of my morning routine is checking in on some of that. And then I do a quarterly review, just like I do with my team. And it just keeps getting you back on track. And, you know, a really great exercise and lots of people have done it in different ways is to do wheel of life. I think Zig Ziglar was one of the first people to do it. And so this is a great assessment to start at the beginning of the year. But hey, I'd say start it at any time after you listen to this episode, just Google wheel of life and um, look at different areas of your life from finance to relationships, fun and adventure, your health, maybe your home. I mean, different different companies will, will rate them differently. And rate, how are you doing in these different things? And so I might realize, hey, you know, my financial section is really low. And it might not even be because I'm financially not doing well, but sometimes it's because I feel like, you know what, I just don't know if I know enough about my finances and if I'm making the right decisions. And so I'm going to double down in that quarter on maybe reading some more books or listening to some more podcasts. So the goal being to really strengthen all of the different areas of my life that I feel need some strengthening. And that's kind of how I design my life. And beside time, boundaries, there is importance for healthy eating as well. 
So can you tell us more about the Lean Mommy program and its importance for healthy eating? Yeah, I mean, I, I'm the founder of Fit for Mom, so obviously health is is a big priority for me. I've been in the fitness industry for over 30 years, which is kind of crazy to think about. Um, I am a very, very firm believer that if you don't have your health, you can't enjoy any other part of your life. And so it's just like, it's the foundation of everything. And so I'm really very thoughtful about making sure that, you know, I'm eating the right foods and nourishing my body and, and moving my body every day. Um, because that is how I become the best version of me for all the different areas of my life that are important. And, you know, for some people that will look like meal planning, um, you know, but if you're not a meal planner, or you don't have the time, well, then invest in getting, you know, food sent to you. There's some really great brands out here in the United States that will send you healthy salads for every day and green juices. Um, I don't think it's about being perfect. And for me, it's never about the aesthetic of it. It's really about how I feel. And so when I'm taking care of my physical body and my mental body, um, that's when I truly thrive. By the way, what inspired you to create Fit for Mom? You know, I was not looking to uh, become a business owner. I I had been in the fitness industry for a long time and I was a brand new mom. And I had so many questions about motherhood. I had questions about nursing and sleeping and I had no mom friends. So I kind of had this little light bulb idea while I was on a stroller workout with my son. And I said, you know, I can help other moms get back in shape after having a baby. We can work out with our babies in the strollers and they can help me with everything that I need to know about motherhood. And apparently I wasn't the only one looking for that because um, I created a class called Stroller Strides. That was our first flagship program. It was a stroller-based workout where moms get a total body workout while working out with their baby and they have fun and they connect and there's community. And I started that here in San Diego in 2001. By the end of the first year, we had 12 class locations running. I decided I don't have to go back to work. I can turn this into a business. And it was a business that really went viral because this was before social media. There was no Facebook, no Instagram. We started getting requests from all over the country from women who wanted to start classes or join classes. And I felt so blessed. I felt like I hit the job jackpot to have a job that was feeling good, bringing an income to my family and I could do with my family. It was just incredible. And so with that, um, I was able to, uh, we franchised the business and here we are 21 years later, we have franchises all over the country, uh, hundreds of franchises. We now have fitness classes for every stage of motherhood. So I think last count, I think we have six different programs, happy to tell you about them. Um, and so I'm, I'm proud of this business on so many different levels. I'm proud of it at the community level because moms so need community. And I so believe in the power of moms and, um, 
this strength that happens when we all come together. But I'm also so proud of the career opportunities that we've created through the franchise. So um, yeah, that's kind of how it started and where we're at now. Can you tell us more about your experience on TV, such as NBC's Today show? How has helped you to spread your message? Yeah. Um, wow. The first time the Today Show called us, we were just blown away. We thought we were just a little local business and didn't realize that word was you know, spreading around the country. And so the Today Show actually came to my home and filmed classes and interviewed me. And, you know, that was back when Matt Lauer was still someone we were pretty excited to be connected with. And um, when the first time we did the Today Show, when it aired on the East Coast, we got a thousand calls before it even aired to the West Coast. It was one of those things where we just couldn't believe how blessed and lucky we were. We were definitely not prepared for it. Uh, we didn't, we're not prepared to handle all of the calls and all the emails. But one thing that happens when you get great media exposure, or at least our experience, is that it leads to other great media exposure. Like I remember getting a phone call from from the editor of Self Magazine, and she's like, I'm watching you. She was, no, no, no. She's she's literally on the treadmill calling and going, I'm watching you on the Today Show right now, and I want to write an article about you. And so it led to articles in every fitness magazine, parenting magazine, business magazine, um, really, really incredible opportunities. And so we've done today's show numbers of times. We've got Good Morning America, so many of the great national programs. And it's the best advertising you can get. Um, it's also hard to get and takes a little bit of luck. But when when you get that kind of exposure, it really is an incredible blessing for the business because it's better than any advertising you can buy. What were the ingredients for such a success? Persistency, any personality traits? I mean, for, for all entrepreneurs that are listening to us, if they want to achieve some authenticity, all of it. Yeah, I mean, I think that we were really lucky because we had such a unique business model. This has never been just another fitness business. It's never been about sets and reps and bicep curls. It's been about the community that we've built. Um, and and let's face it, if we're talking about stroller strides, it's quite a sight to see a brigade of women pushing strollers in your neighborhood. And so um, it was very unique. There was nothing else out there like it. Uh, there was nothing even out there. Like nowadays, there's a lot of outdoor boot camps. That didn't even exist when we first started. So it was a unique business model. I think more than that, a lot of it had to do with that we were so moved by our why. Um, you know, if you've haven't read the book, uh, Start With Why by Simon Sinek. We talk about it a lot. And Simon says, people don't care what you do. They care why you do it. And we were really, really moved and continue to be moved by our why, which is to help women achieve the strength in motherhood. And so it's, you know, uh, double entendre, physically, emotionally, mentally. And so I think with that, there's there's a story there. So unique business model definitely helps. And then, you know, if you're looking to get exposure, the Today Show or Good Morning America or you know, some of the other shows that we've been on, they aren't looking to cover a what. They aren't looking to cover a car business, a pizza business. They're looking to cover a story. 
So what is the story? I, and I believe that everyone has a story or everybody can create a story. What is the story that you have to offer that can get you in front of the media? When you say unique business model, was it a leap of faith? Was it some kind of analog or antilog? Did you copy various elements of, of other businesses? Did you do something completely different on antilog? Or was it just uh, your feeling? Were, were you lucky? Was it uh, the market research? Yeah, I mean, we really created a brand new business model in terms of if in my day, when you were wanting to own your own fitness business, it meant that you opened your own gym or personal training studio or something like that. So, you know, really big giant investment and you're going to have a physical facility. Whereas I created this program, Stroller Strides, that could be done in your local park. I really wanted to create a low cost business opportunity for moms that they could do from home, you know, we're not the classes, but you know, they work from home and also that most of them work part time. I mean, we have very few franchisees who work a nine to five job. It is a part-time business and it's a turnkey business and so we are a franchise and we've been awarded one of the fastest growing franchises and one of the best franchises for moms and and all these kinds of things but in so many ways we we're not like a traditional franchise because we're not talking about a six-figure investment we're talking i mean it depends on when this releases but a seven thousand dollar investment and uh it's it's a low-cost business that's very supportive of motherhood um that really blends passion for fitness and motherhood and so uh, those are some of the ways that i think that we've created a unique business model that didn't exist before The business model now is that when uh, somebody buys the franchise, they get their own exclusive territory. And in that territory, they can offer any of the classes that we have. So we have Fit for a Baby, which is our pro prenatal class. We have Stroller Strides, which is the one that I told you about, our signature program. We have another one called Stroller Bar, Strides 360. We have a strength program called Body Ignite. And we have a really amazing program called Body Well that is both workouts, but also nutrition coaching, a really transformational program for moms. So franchises can offer any of those, or they could offer just a couple of them if that's what they want. They hire their own instructors. We give them all the tools that they need to run the business. We give them access to all the training and certifications for the classes. They get access to their own website, email campaigns, social media, marketing. So it really is very much a business in a box. And what they need to do is become the mayor of Momville. They need to be the, the person who's really connecting all the moms in their neighborhood um, and creating their these micro communities. So I don't know how many moms you have listening, but if you are a mom or know what, even if you know a mom, feel free to share this with them. If you go to fitformom.com forward slash podcast, we have access to, uh, we're going to give you access to a free month of classes. We also are going to do, uh, yeah, isn't that great? Um, uh, we've got 
free classes that you can try out as well as 50% off our Fit for Mom on Demand. So if you're listening internationally, because I know we don't have classes across the country, um, we do have uh, an on-demand program. And so all you need to do is go to fitformom.com forward slash podcast. And then we have a code for you. The code is 21century50. 21century50 to get that 50% off discount. Um, and if you want to find us or find out more, just go to fitformom.com. It's fit the number four mom.com. And uh, certainly follow us on all the socials. We've got Facebook, Instagram, all the things. Um, and uh, if you want to follow me, it's Lisa Drexman. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik. Imagine a space where triumphs, trials, and tales of entrepreneurship come alive. Welcome to the 21st Century Entrepreneurship Podcast, a gold awarded journey hosted by Martin Piskorik, connecting with listeners in 95 countries and ranking in the top 0.5% of all podcasts. Join our exclusive community, elevate your perspective, and embark on the path to success.